o'clock it's monday night you're here at mutiny radio.fm and sf 28 2781 21st street we got a lot of people here in the audience tonight and here to perform for you the way the joke workshop works comedians do four minute sets at three minutes they'll hear the horn that means you have a minute left and in the middle we have the comment section which is a lot of fun where we'll all be paying attention and you get four minutes and then four minutes of comments and uh, yeah, it's you know really nice. Glad to see people here that don't that aren't that have souls that are not stand-up comedians. We're really glad that you're here. Looks like Harvey brought another hot guy with him, so he must be at some. He must have some entourage. Where are you hiding them? And thank you for bringing them out. Uh, all right, your first comedian is so funny and wonderful, and he's just gonna knock it right out of the park to start us out. Put your hands together, everybody. First, Spencer Devine. <laughs> Ah, so um, I'm gonna work on a couple of things that I was thinking about. Okay, um, so I have watched. I I smoke a lot of weed. Okay, so I've watched some of a lot of movies. <laughs> like and and I know like I can most of the time if you explain the plot of a movie to me I'll know kind of what you're talking about but I'm not going to be able to tell you what that movie's called or like who was in it I can't I can't do any degrees of Kevin Bacon above 0 degrees like if you tell me Kevin Bacon was in a film I'll know who you're talking about. That's the no branches off of that. We're staying with Kevin Bacon. I hope that like one day though, someone I, I there's I don't forget like the name of a super obvious one is where. Okay, so Liam Neeson. Okay, he has a very particular set of skills, um, and everything's fine. And then his wife and his daughter are. Um, They are, okay, it's a particular set of skills, and then the terrorists come, and they are, uh, okay, so there's this movie, and they're, they're on this boat, okay, and they're like, oh, no, we're going to need a bigger boat, and then the shark comes along, and he bites onto the boat uh, with his, um, well, the teeth. Okay, so there's this movie, with, and Brad Pitt is in the movie, okay? So they start this fight club, and the first rule is that they can't talk about it. And the movie is called... Okay, so there's this movie about the Titanic. <laughs> and I don't... Uh, so I'm, uh, I don't prefer edibles, okay? But I, I, I logicked it out, and I realized that if you eat regular food 
while you smoke weed, any food isn't edible. You, you did a multitasking. Uh, really, smoking weed with a sandwich is like a, a, a deconstructed edible. It's fancy. Um, I, I got a letter recently. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. I applied to be an Olympic athlete. Uh, but they were like, no, hot boxing is not, I know it sounds like a sport, not a sport. And they're like, but Spencer, you told us that you could take a hit. And I'm like, that is still true. <laughs> like, that is very true. Uh, I'm going to do a couple of uh, impressions. Um, this is my impression of a speak and spell uh, that is having a bad day. F you uh thank you um <laughs> this next uh this next impression that I'm going to do okay this is a whack you know those wacky inflatable arm guys okay this is a wacky inflatable arm car dealership guy uh but he's a a, a conservative nut job wacky inflatable arm guy uh, conservative nut I've never seen Obama take a bath. Whoa. 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 Follow the money. Okay, thank you. I'm Spencer Devine. Oh, okay, this is my last impression. I know you already started applauding. Uh, this is my impression of a mag uh, magician, okay? But the magician, the only job he could get was as a bartender. Uh, magician, uh, uh, is this your card? <laughs> Vanessa. Uh, thank you. I've been Spencer Devine. You can applaud again. Spencer Devine, I, lo I, I love all of your jokes. Thank you for kicking us off. I know it's hard to take the bullet. All right, clap your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Newman Shake! Yeah, thank you guys. Um, a little bit about me. I'm a big fan of rap music, but um, I know there's, lo there's a lot of fighting between people who like old rap and people who like new rap. Like, I saw this post recently that was like, I hate how the new generation doesn't respect Tupac, which I don't think is fair because the old generation uh, killed Tupac. So, yeah, that's not good. Um, I, I went on a date recently. I took this girl out to Taco Bell because that's where my life's at right now. And while we're there, um, this guy suddenly starts jerking off in this Taco Bell, which... I didn't care for too much. It's Taco Bell and SF, like that's the vibe. But on my date, she was like, I can't believe this guy is jerking off to me. And I was like, he could be jerking off to me. Let's not be close-minded here. Yeah. But my date, she's like, I really want to know who this guy is jerking off to, so I'm going to go find out. And like a gentleman, I was like, good luck, you know? And luckily, nothing horrible happens. Yeah, luckily nothing horrible happens. She comes back, and she's like, he's not jerking off to any one of us. He's jerking off to a reflection of himself you can see in the window. And I think that's beautiful. Like, that's self-love. I think that's what that is. Very nice.
Um, I'm trying to be more of more business minded. Like I've been doing this thing where I've been requesting money from strangers on Venmo. Like that's what I've been doing. Yeah, people say that's just online begging, but I just call it like surprise. I don't know, surprise marketing or something. I don't know. There's something there. Yeah, I've been requesting 50 cents from like just friends, friends of friends. And eventually that's going to be something. Okay, I don't know. I'm working on that. Um, I get asked this question a lot. Would I date someone taller than me? And I would, but I'm like 5'10". So most women taller than me usually play like women's basketball. And women who play women's basketball typically don't date men. You know, that's... I, um... I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Like, as an Indian person, like Kumar from like the Harold and Kumar movies, means a whole lot more to me than Kamala Harris. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> f- like fuck the White House. I wanna go to White Castle. That shit seems way more fun. Um, I'm part of Gen Z, and uh, Gen Z. I feel like we kind of have this image of being like kind of like dirty and like weird. Like we eat ass proudly, you know. And I think the reason for that is, like, that's just our way of, like, showing commitment. Because, like, we can't afford rings, you know? Like, we can't do that. Like, that's not a thing. But eating ass, that's free. You just got to have vigor. Okay. Uh, that's another one. Um, I feel like astrology is getting out of hand right now. Like, my friend, she got a DUI recently, and her excuse was, I'm just an Aries. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you're an alcoholic. Like, I don't know what sign that is, but it's not a good one. Like, I feel like we're going to a point where, like, astrology is going to be used, like, a legal defense. Like, there will be lawyers in court. Like, you know, my client did kill eight people. But that's just what happens when you're a fire sign. Like, all right, that's my time. Give it up for everybody else. Hey, everybody, if you want any um, sodas, we have sodas in the back. They're free. Grab one. Um, feel free to. We just um, Emma brought them the other day from something else. So yay, free sodas. And your next comedian, um, it's his birthday. I didn't know until today because he's one of those quiet people that doesn't like announce it on Facebook and so that everyone will say a billion things. But it's his birthday, and I'm so excited. And I'm sure there's a billion people in Texas listening right now. Clap your hands wildly, everybody, for Dakota Pride. We did it like that, and now we do it like this. We did it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, it's me, your boy, Dakota. Yeah, uh, speaking of White Castle, uh, fuck, I really want some. You know, I've actually never been to a White Castle uh, for someone who's seen the movie a fucking million times. I've never been to a White Castle. But, you know, I've been to a Dollar General, you know, been to a Dollar General and I went over to that Frozen section. Got some of those frozen White Castle burgers. Yeah, you throw those in bitches in the oven at fucking 375 for 20 minutes. You got yourself a meal. Don't you dare. Don't you dare microwave them because they come out soggy and disgusting. So I'm just saying White Castle burgers are the shit, dude. Anyway, I love weed, and uh, if you can't tell, I am like, like blasting off right now. Uh, it's my birthday, so I like woke up. Like I made a, it's like all night last night. I made a batch of brownies. Like that's what I did. Like 
I set a timer every two hours so I could check my oil. Yeah. yeah. I woke up this morning and I made two of the dopest batches of brownies I've ever had in my Hell fucking life. Hell responsible. All night, dude. I was like, a f- I was like, <laughs> it reminded me of like when I had a newborn, like you know, <laughs> staying up all night, you know, just because I had to go, I had to burp the jar, I had to burp it. Yeah, I had to burp my jar with my oil in it, and I'd just be like, my little baby. And uh, then I, uh, I fucking ate a brownie for breakfast. Nothing else on my stomach. A brownie for breakfast, and some coffee and. Fuck, I don't even remember what I was talking about. I was just telling you how my day's going, guys. <laughs> it's awesome. I'm having a great time. Uh, fuck, dude. Oh, I buttoned this button, not even knowing it. Dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how fucking I'm feeling up here. This button, dude. <laughs> Mark, what was that thing you would say? This is like the hardest working thing in comedy right here. <laughs> this, this button. <laughs> this button. <laughs> Yeah, holy shit. The hardest working thing in comedy right now is the joints I'm smoking. Like, those things are just fucking burning up at the speed of light. Uh, God damn, dude. What were we talking about? Uh, oh, yeah, my day. Uh, so I've been beefing with pigeons. Like, me and pigeons are not cool right now. Like, so I started a joke. Like, I started a joke. You know, I, if you haven't heard it, I have a joke about, like, I, I, I was high and I was waiting for the bus. And a pigeon gets on the bus with me, and I was worried about it. I was really worried about this pigeon. And then the second I get up to help it, it jumps up, and it grabs the cord and gets off the bus. And I was like, holy shit. They figured it out. Anyway, ever since I've told this joke, I posted a video of it on the Internet, and then I posted a video of me, sh- like, showing another pigeon on the bus. Every time I've gotten on a bus since, I, I, was, I wasn't even expecting it. I, like, like, set my bag down, and I dropped something. I looked down. There were two pigeons underneath the seat. Terrified, being gang stalked by pigeons, dude. Uh, have you seen those videos of fucking on TikTok? The guys are like, "You won't believe it. I was gang stalked in Walmart." And it's just like them walking in Walmart, and someone like looks at them, and he's like, "Did you see that? Did you see it?" <laughs> People are fucking delusional, bro. Uh. Anyway, uh, I fucking love you all. I got one little last little story to tell you. Um. Uh, the first time I ever got high with my grandma was uh, in the fucking drive-thru at a bank. Like, it was the summer after I got in trouble with the law for the very first time, after I got caught smoking weed. And uh, she was like, you know, I heard you got in trouble. You know, I'm driving. I just got my permit. I'm driving her in her car, a little fucking uh, pit mobile. Uh, anyway, I'm dr- uh, driving at the drive-thru, waiting for the cash to come through. She's like, I heard you got in trouble. I was like, yeah. And she was like, well, what do you think of this? And she hands me the fattest little doink, you know, little joint. She's like, I was like, what do you mean, grandma? She's like, Smell it. I was like, that was some good weed. She's like, light it up. I was like, no way, Grandma. And she was like, uh, like I thought it was a test. No, she wasn't fucking with me. So she, I lit the joint up. Next thing you know, I'm. she's like, drive. My grandma just got cash from the bank. Like, she got hundreds. You know what I'm saying? I'm driving a fucking Lincoln, like, smoking a fat joint. She's telling me, take a left here. I'm like, what the fuck? She's on the phone with Pizza Hut, ordering three pizzas, like, this is a real story. I'm like, my grandma's a gangster, dude. Anyway, I just wanted to talk about my grandma. I love you guys. My name's Dakota Price. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday to Dakota Price.
All right. Your next comedian, funny young man, uh, runs a show on Tuesdays at SE Wine Bar in the marina. Clap your hands together for Ian Langlands. Yay. Hello, everybody. Hi. What's up? Um, yeah, I got a few ideas here. I, uh, I don't think we talk enough about how uh, white people have to code switch. I don't think that's a thing we talk about enough because you don't think about it. But we do have to code switch every day. I struggle not to use the word skedaddle in every sentence I use. It's tough for me out here, okay? It's tough. One time I used a rigmarole in a job interview. I did not get called back for that, okay? I didn't get the job. That was so stupid. Um, recently, I, uh, my great aunt, my great aunt recently, she just got scammed. She fell for one of those Nigerian prince emails, which I didn't even know they were still doing those, but they're still doing them. And they took $5,000 away from my great aunt. I know, that's crazy. I mean, it fucking blew my mind. It made me so upset because I didn't know she had $5,000 to give away. She's been sending me $10 checks in the mail for my birthday my entire life. So I've decided to make a career pivot, okay? I've made up my mind. I'm going to start scamming my great aunt. Because if she's going to fall for it anyway, it might as well be blood, all right? That's how I see it. <laughs> so if anyone asks you who you saw perform here today, it was Prince Mokolo Mobembe from Nigeria, okay? I went grocery shopping today, and I, I, I really just reflected a little bit on how, how easily I get irritated. I get irritated so easily. Like, little things will set me off. I, I like to get apples for the week. I get like four apples for the week, and I always get pink lady apples. I always get pink lady apples. I went to Trader Joe's. There were no pink lady apples left, and I wanted to kill everyone in the Trader Joe's. It was pure, pure anger, and I had to fucking get gala apples like a narc, okay? I didn't think that was funny either, but it was, it was good in my head. It was really good. <laughs> it should have been there. Um, okay, we'll do this. Let's see if I can get through it. I, uh, did you guys see that that, <laughs> that Beatles documentary that came out a few years ago? You guys know that one? It's called Get Back. It was this documentary about the Beatles making one of their last albums. It's very fascinating. It was a wonderful, wonderful documentary. But it, it felt like every scene kind of got repetitive. Every scene was basically just John, Paul, and George together making the songs. And then it was Ringo in the background not participating at all. I was thinking about how come Ringo doesn't participate more? How come they don't? he's not part of the creative process? And I got an idea. I think I know why. I think it's because when the Beatles took time off and they went to India and they dropped a bunch of acid, I think out of that experience came three musical geniuses and one retard. Now, hold on. Before you get mad, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know, I know. Whoa, 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 Ian. You said the word. It's okay. You can't tell by looking at me, but I also play the drums, so I can say whatever I want. But bear with me for a little bit. Before you turn on me, let's think about it. Ringo's two most famous songs that he wrote, Octopus's Garden and Yellow Submarine. That's an autistic kid with an aquatic phase, okay? That's what it is. That's just, that's just what I think it is. You could see little, you know, there's little bits of Ringo in all the songs, you know? I think he wrote some lyrics here and there. You guys know the lyric, I am the walrus, cuckoo, cuckoo? It's fucking Ringo. All day, it's Ringo. If you let's break it down. You got the aquatic part, walrus, and the second part, cuckoo, cuckoo. I don't think he, he knew any other words. I think he was like, let's put in cuckoo, cuckoo. And they were like, okay, okay, I can't finish it. But thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you, bye. <laughs>
Franklin. He's a drummer and he can still have complete sentences. Woo! Just kidding. I used to date a drummer. They're nice men. Just they just usually don't have places to live. That's all. Uh, you're <laughs> all right. Your next comedian. Uh, super funny guy. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Rafi Wolfgang Reed. Yes. Hello, Mutiny Radio. How are we doing tonight? Yes, yes, very good. Uh, so my brother is a woodworker. Um, that, that's what he calls himself. We just call him a cocksucker. <laughs> that was a dumbass one-liner. All right. <laughs> so I saw, some <laughs> I saw something really crazy the other day. Um, I, was, uh, I was walking through San Francisco the other day, and I was walking past a park, and I saw something uh, wild. I saw a bunch of kids playing in the park, and then I saw a pedophile. I saw a pedophile in the park, and I was, I was the only one who saw him. Like, no one else realized he was there. I was the only one who really actually saw And no, I wasn't looking at myself. Ha, 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 no. I was looking through my binoculars. And I was looking at this guy, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I was the only one who saw him, and I was the only one who saw through his disguise. It was, like, clearly a pedophile. No one else realized, like, all he did is he just replaced the candy with ice cream and his white van with an ice cream truck. And I was like, what the fuck? How did I think of that? Because <laughs> that's what we tell that's what we tell kids, right? That's what we tell them. We go, don't accept candies from strangers in white vans. But if it's ice cream, go, run, go, go, go get him, go get him, go. It's worth the risk. Go get me a fudgicle. That's what we tell them, right? What the, what the fuck kind of perverted loophole is that? That shit is so. That makes it so fucking easy for the like. You don't even have to try very. You can just stick out a popsicle and just catch them like tuna, just right when they grab on. Throw them right in your freezer behind you. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a slam dunk. That's fucking. That's, it's irresistible for the pedophile, not for. No. <laughs> I'm glad the one high guy likes the pedophile jokes. It's good. <laughs> but you know what's actually really? The, you know the the really weird thing about it though. The really weird thing about it is, uh, it seems like they don't. It seems like they don't. I've actually never heard of a pedophile who diddles kids. I've never actually heard of it. I have heard of kids who go missing. Which, I mean, when you really consider how easy it would be, you have to assume that some of those kids are in my new ice cream truck. So. <laughs> and the other reason you don't hear about it is, I mean, who's going to complain after ice cream? Okay, that's the end of the bit. That's the end, <laughs> that's the end of the bit. That's the end of that. Whew, we got through it. It's okay, guys. We got through it. There's no more pedophile jokes tonight. Hot sauce is a lot like a child. If you touch it with the tip of your penis, you're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> All right, that's fine. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, that was the last one, I promise. <laughs> I promise. I'm going to tell you guys a little story about my childhood. <laughs> no, when, I <laughs> when I was a kid, I really liked the word pop. You know, the word pop was a lot of fun. Right, I was kind of a weird kid. I thought that I just thought it sounded cool. Like a uh, popcorn is way more fun than corn, right? And a popsicle is way cooler than a sickle, right? And a pop is way cooler than no dad. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> That's true. I didn't have a dad growing up. I did have a single mom though. Good for single moms, everybody. Yes, yes. Single moms are dope. My mom was dope. My mom was a small business owner, which is really cool, but it wouldn't be way cooler if it was a mom and pop shop, you know what I mean? Yeah, it rolls off the tongue a little better. 
anyway, I have one more one more quick one. Um, so uh, you know, I'm new in San Francisco. I, I like it here a lot. San Francisco is really dope. It's a beautiful city. But uh, you know, there's some, there's some people here who just get on my nerves a little bit. You know, I'm a pretty liberal guy, but there's some like very very woke people here. Sometimes they just say things to put you down. Like the other day, I was talking to this uh, girl. She wanted me to know about male privilege. She goes, "Do you know what male privilege is? Male privilege is when a couple is trying to have a kid and the woman gets pregnant. The man has a nine month head start to abandon the kid. That's male privilege." Yeah, I know. I was like, "Jesus, mom, take it easy." Fuck, oh my. <laughs> Why would you say that to me? <laughs> yeah, my mom can be so woke sometimes. All right, hey, my name is Raphael Wolfgang. That is my time. Thank you, guys. Give it up for your host. Yay, Raphael Wolfgang. Treading in some edgy waters. Um, fantastic. Don't anybody cut your feet. No, that was lovely. It's, uh, you know, we're trying stuff out and being edgy, and, you know, that's part of the being a mirror to the world. All right, your next comedian. She's the media director here at Mutiny Radio. Clap your hands together for Emily Rudolph. Yay! Thanks, everybody. Um, is everyone recovered from St. Patrick's Day? No? Mark's not in here. I was going to look right at him when I said that, Pam. No, um, so I, uh, I asked that because did you guys know that you guys were actually celebrating me on St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, they say that uh, they say that being a redhead is lucky. That it's like finding a four-leaf clover. Um, they lie, though. You know what's lucky is being a redhead that doesn't have freckles, because we're both genetic anomalies. Um, that's actually why they call us gingers. Like some people are into it, but most people just think we're kind of gross. <laughs> being tall is is also an interesting experience, especially dating as a tall woman. Um, which, by the way, was it a Jay that said earlier uh, that most women who play basketball don't date men? I take offense to that. Um, and this joke is, is my response. So <laughs> in college, like for example, right, there is this guy at a party that I, uh, I decided to finally make a move on. I was drunk and I ran up and said something stupid to him. And when he rejected me, not if he rejected me, uh, my drunk brain just decided to yell, why? Um, wow. And <laughs> he just looked back at me and yelled, you're too tall, and ran into another room at the party, which that's unfortunately true. Um, but uh, there are a lot of other things I've come to appreciate over the years about being a tall woman. Like, uh, I can shop for shoes at the men's section. Stop looking at my feet. Um, men, can look down, or men can't look down my shirt, most men, anyway. Uh, and there's like a 90% chance that I'm taller than any potential attacker on the street, but I'm also just like, thank you, Pam, I'm also just like slightly too tall to make eye contact during a blowjob, you know? I have to really get <laughs> under it, just like. <laughs> I, I was too afraid to do, I practiced a tongue movement at home, and then I was just like, I can't do it, it's too scary. Um, next week, no. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, being a tall girl is weird, right? Because like, Everything that I do that's already awkward, it just makes, being tall makes it a little bit more gross, you know? Like, most girls, they just are, like, all cute and petite, you know, just like, hey, the cute little voices. And I'm just lumbering around in life, you know, like, squeezing through every tiny space, like Hagrid in a hobbit hole on my lifelong quest to find pants that cover my ankles. Um, 
And the other day I was standing at Victoria's Secret and I got to looking at one of those bondage style bodysuits. Um, you know the ones that have all the slits and slats that make you wonder where the nipple's supposed to go? And I'm standing there looking at this thing mostly just confused. Um, and the Victoria's Secret girl comes prancing over to me, you know, and she's all cute. She's got her boobs pushed up in a fanny pack. She's super good at her job. And uh, she starts really selling this thing and she's just like, Think of how good you'd feel. Think of how sexy, how alluring, you know, in her regular girl voice. Um, <laughs> and uh, what she didn't know is that I had just gotten there after two boxes of buy one, get one pork buns. And all I could think about while I was staring at the bodysuit was just being like curled up in some freaky position during sex, you know, like a flesh burrito, just skin popping out of all the little holes like the side of my great aunt's thighs from beneath a lawn chair. Gross. Um, bye, guys. Thank you. <laughs> yes, it Yay! Is. We'll never think about lawn chairs in Dolores Park the same way again. Yay! Yay, Emily Rudolph. Ooh. Yay! All right. Moving right along on the list. Put your hands together for Paul, the Grillmaster Robertson! Yes, Okay, I'm wearing my backpack. I'm working as hard as you guys, but with weights, I just improve faster. My gag for the day. Um. Hey, Mark. I'm trying to be very present. It's an exercise. I read it in a book. But um, yeah, I'm glad you stayed for this today. It's a very controversial opinion. I don't think that dick jokes are funny. I've suffered from a long and girthy steed-like penis my whole life. And um, Lauren, you look concerned. By the way, it's hard. Hard. I mean, how would you like it if in gym class all the guys got around and ogled and called you Grizzly Magnum? How would you like that? How would you like to never be able to get any sleep because the girls are just throwing themselves at you from outside your apartment all night? That's what I'm saying. Thank you for concurring, all of you. Catch people... Staring, like, I'm up here. If you must know, trying to get a surgery, reduce the length and girth, both. I like how you averted your eyes. That's good. Like, I'm gonna. Some people only have one problem with the length or girth, hi, Sophia. Mine's just so big that I hope that's a real laugh. It doesn't sound real at all. Like, <laughs> 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 but I think it's, I love Mark Neuer. 
He's the hardest working button in all of comedy. I heard. Anyway, it's just so big that I'd say you get the picture, but it never fits in just one picture. I'm going to play to a whole theater of Mark Noyers one day. It's going to be the joy of my life. Anyway, this girl asked me for a dick pic, and I had to send it in Pano. And she got a little racy. She asked me for an erect one. Hmm? Right on cue. I got halfway up. My phone said, memory full. Half my dick is floating around in the cloud. I got 20 minutes of this. I'll do it. We'll go to the next mics together. I'll do the next four minutes five times. We'll do it through Wednesday together. Like a series. All right, I'm Paul Robertson. Thanks very much. Paul Robertson, everyone. <laughs> For some reason, they call him the grill master, and, and I hope it has something to do with your enormous hot dogs. Uh, your neck, do you see how I did that there? Do you see how I obliquely made a dick joke? Yeah. But he hates dick jokes, so I didn't want to offend him in any way. Because I know Spencer's joked. Maybe his father was killed by a dick joke 25 <laughs> years ago. And if he hears, direct to DVD, bang, 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 bang. I'm just doing, I'm just doing Spencer's joke. He's not even in here. But anyways, that was just, for, I've eaten some brownies now too. There's a problem. <laughs> Your next comedian, uh, the, what, the pro, I'd, I'd say the best com comic in uh, San Francisco. Put your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yay! <laughs> Thank you, Pam. My voice isn't back yet, so bear with me that uh, I have some new things. Like, the word like is okay if you say, like that time at grandma's, right? But when you say, don't say, you know like after the game? You know how people do that? Like, that drives me crazy. There's no, it's just after the game, no like. Like is already a word. You don't need another word Another one that's not a word. So you should say um or huh or uh. Uh instead of like. Uh, okay, that's <laughs> just a little rant. Getting high. Get, ooh, did, did you hear that? That was funny. <laughs> Getting high is, <laughs> is like going to an amusement park. Each ride is different. Each time you get high, like we had these little brownies that, that Dakota made, and it, they're going to be different highs. Like sometimes you want to go around and around in a circle and throw and throw up, and sometimes you're just going to lay down and sleep because it's a different ride. Okay. New premises. <laughs> Did I say that at the beginning? All right, my pants are falling down. Um, if feelings can be a thing, then why not ideas? be a tangible thing. Like you say, like you have, this is a brand new idea, but it's an idea. It, I can have this idea, you can have this idea, you can have this idea, and if we have it at the same time, then we have to fight for it, right? <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you. That's just, that was, just came out. Um, when you put your hand on your face, then you know it like the front of your hand. 
Thank you. Thank you. You got it. All right, good. Trying to figure out how old somebody is when they're born in, say, like 1987 or 1993 blows my mind because I'm not good at math and I can't do it in my head. So if somebody can say, can anybody figure out how old somebody is if they're born in 1993 or 87? So it's, it's hard, right? 30? Exactly 30? Oh, 93 to 30. Okay, see, that was easy, but I still can't do it. It freaks me out. I get math anxiety, and my brain closes up, and I freeze, and I can't do it. And that's not a joke yet, but we're working on that. Okay. Uh, the other one, other idea was, you know the movie, to get, um, It's a Wonderful Life? Is that the right one? With Clarence the Angel? Is that the right one? There? Okay, I was thinking about this the other day, and I, I will admit I was high. Um, Clarence the Angel is different from Clarence the Actor. I don't know, remember the guy's name, I think it was Henry Mitchell, but that the actor and the angel are different, and there's something there with that. But thank you. I don't know what, um, but Clarence, he, he says, he has some great lines, and I just was wondering if, if do oh, I know, do, during the filming of the, of the movie, did Clarence, the actor, feel like an angel? I don't know. That's not funny. Okay, obviously. I'll leave you with one little funny. Where can we do? Do you think cats ever wonder why they don't think of sex anymore after they've been fixed? Like they were going around going, I used to be, I used to really want you, Mabel. I mean, we were good in this, weren't we? Yeah, we were, Fred. But after that last visit to the vet, I just, you know, I'd rather have a tuna sandwich. Okay, thank <laughs> you, my man. Horrid crowd, everyone. That was amazing. Also, you were basically being a philosopher and quoting Plato. Plato has an idea of the platonic chair, that if you think of a chair in your head, that chair exists, thought is real. And we can all think of a different chair, but all those chairs are chairs we know, but it's not the chair in front of you. Anyways, it's a philosoph Greek philosophical concept that we'll talk about later when we're high. All right, your next comedian, also philosophical, but in a different way, bringing up different, important existential questions. <laughs> Clap your hands together for Brady Pearson. My friends call me a fool. They say, let the well, hello, San Francisco. How are we tonight? Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Mutiny Radio. Um, I am the resident homosexual, and I feel like I want to use this time to do some outreach. Are there any straight guys in the audience tonight, straight guys? Okay. I have some questions for you, okay? Now, why is cocksucking a bad thing? Why do you all say, you fucking cocksucker? I mean, I, let me understand. No, no, I'm a guy, so let, let's just go over this together, okay? So... Is there a single guy in this room that did not think about sucking their own dick? Am I right? You're right, guys. I'm right. We thought about breaking our back. I mean, I even looked in Cherry Magazine to figure that shit out. I was willing to break a fucking rib. And weren't we all? So what is the problem with it? Are you mad at us because we're better at it? We can get closer to it? What's going on? I mean, is there a single guy in this room with her eyes closed that would think, oh, God, please, stop sucking my cock? 
I don't think so. And I've lived a long time as a cocksucker, you know, and, and I'm very proud of it. You know why? Because my mother always said, do what you're good at. And in all the time I've been around, like, it begs the existential question. How many miles of cock have I sucked? Any other cocksuckers in the room? Cocksuckers? You ever think this? Ryan, you went up, went down. That's six inches. You're what? You're six? Being generous. One up, one down, that's a foot. They're 1,400 and odd feet in a mile, right? We're going. Okay, then I kept going, and the math kept going. I got to 104 odd thousand feet, which is 26.6 miles, which is the marathon, which explains my last weekend. I know, seriously, if there were miles of cock that I've actually sucked, I would have been to Beijing and back first class a thousand times. <laughs> Let's see. What else is going to tell you? Oh, one more thing, because I feel so close to you all now. I want to share with you the tale of the boys camp that never was, but could have been, in Lake Putatinmi, Wisconsin. Imagine it. Beautiful young boys, warm with sun, fresh from the beach, well scrubbed, very well scrubbed, going to the mess hall. And we join in our loving song to Camp Put it in me. And it goes a little something like this. Oh, I love you. Put it in me. Put it in me every day. I love you. Put it in me. Put it in me all the way. On your shore. Put it in me. I am yours. Put it in me. Put it in me every day. Thank you, I'm Brady. Brady Pearson, hooray. All right, I'm really excited that there's um, real people here today, and thank you for being in the audience, and it's super exciting, and for all the comedians that are here and that are new, um, we have Three more comedians that are going to do just four minutes, and then we go into the section with comments, and then we'll have sets after that as well. So, yay. Uh, so clap your hands together in a wild, slappy-like motion for Jared Senna. What's up, guys? Uh, I just bombed at an all-Gen Z crowd. Uh, it was the worst bomb of my life. Uh, af uh, two minutes in, after one of my jokes didn't land, one of them yelled out, this is not the vibes. Yeah. Um, it sucks, because like, I'm Gen Z, too. Um, it sucks to bomb in front of people your own age. Like I can bomb in front of strangers, but... To bomb in front of other people my age just felt like I was back in high school again, you know? Um, but no, I learned a lot from that. Um, uh, there are a lot of take good takeaways from that experience. Uh, it really changed my outlook. Now I think we should let global warming win. All right, never mind. Fuck. All right. All right. Uh, Anyways, uh, San Francisco got a lot of gays. I fuck with the gays. Yeah, yeah. You like you guys like that transition? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> now the gays are cool people. They consider me an ally. I say that because I dated a bisexual girl once. Yeah. It was a real eye-opening experience for not just me, but for her too. I realized that you need to be more empathetic towards what gay people go through, and she ri realized that she doesn't like men. You know, I'm like the gateway to becoming a lesbian. You know, I'm five foot two. I have a septum piercing. I play softball. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. If you put me side by side by a queer woman, dude, you wouldn't even tell the difference. Nah. But the problem is I'm just as toxic as any straight guy out there. Like, I will literally learn astrology just so I can gaslight you with it. Like, babe, you don't want to break up with me right now. That's just your moon sign speaking. Uh... All right, um, I, recently, I got a new joke, but it involves uh, telling uh, you guys something I've never told anyone else before. Is it okay if I be a little vulnerable with you guys? All right, cool. I recently just put my finger in my ass. Thank you, Dakota. Um, uh, you can't just call it a G-spot and not expect me to get curious, you know? I figured out what it is. The G-spot's actually a nerve. It's similar to the nerve in your kneecap, but instead of reflexively make you kick your legs in the air, it reflexively make you question everything. Like, how long has that been there? What does that make me now? Why don't I have bigger fingers? Yeah. This was a hit on Thursday. <laughs> All right. I guess it's just my delivery. Uh, but, uh... No, I, I honestly feel more healthier. Uh, I feel more manly now that I've put my finger in my ass. I feel more healthier. Like, I, re I really do. Um, like, uh, like, benefit number one, I feel healthier. Uh, my sexual relationships have improved more. I'm starting to buy more cucumbers at grocery stores. All right. Damn. Give it up for the next person. Jared Senna. All of the, uh, it, all of everyone's new jokes are so edgy. It's like pedophilia and, and butt sex. With Yay. yourself, yay! Welcome kid who's like 12 or something in the back. Just kidding, he, I think he's, I'm pretty sure he's, he was at the punchline last night, so he must be 21, I'm just. Uh, uh, hey, you're next. Yeah, you, you. How old are you? You're not next. It's just I'm wondering how old you are. No, no, no. It's Capani, then Adrian, then Mark, then the form, then the people, and then you're after that. I'm sorry. I just wanted to know if you were how old you were. I'll find out. But uh, hey, right now, everybody, clap your hands together for Capani. Thank you. Um, I really like using bad shampoo because it makes my scalp very flaky and it's been giving me a lot of things to do at work. Have you ever noticed that gingers are either like, first of all, does ever, do you guys know what a ginger is? Like, okay, okay. So have you ever noticed that gingers are either like incredibly tall and athletic or have like a life-threatening peanut allergy? 
I, I, I think this is a result of inbreeding, right? Because to have red hair, that's a recessive gene. That's a non-dominant gene, like, like a Punnett square, right? Like redheads are just like you, you need, in or they're like pea pods. So in order to have red hair, you need to fuck your cousin, I think. Um, Modern dating is is very hard. I was I was talking to my friend recently, and she started dating this artsy communist type. Um, he like doesn't shower, and he wears like wrinkled button downs, but the buttons are never downed. And 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 he they were talking about whether or not they should be monogamous. Um, and he was like, Yeah, I just see it's like very important to my identity to to s- to like have sex with other people. And she said, yeah, it's, it's really important to my identity to be able to, like, trust my partner. And he's like, yeah, right, um, I, like, I hear you, um, I see you, and I'm not a, I'm not, like, a bad, I'm not a bad, I'm not a bad guy, right? And, and I'm listening to your needs, it's just my needs are, um, my needs are I just need to have sex with, um, sex with other people. And, I d- like, it's, if this is, like, the modern dating scene, I, I don't, I don't know if I want to get back into it. Like, honestly, I just want someone boring. I just want somebody who's gonna tell me that John Steinbeck is a good writer. I just, <laughs> I I just want somebody who's gonna like give me a thumbs up after they finish shitting in a public restroom. Um, there's this woman I work with, and she's been asking me a lot about like my name and like where I'm from. So one day I like broke down, right, and I was like, oh. It's because my mom's from Nepal, and she's like, that's so interesting. And a few hours later, I receive a picture of Mount Everest in my email <laughs> inbox. Um, and I was like, okay, this is cool. And then like a, like a couple days later, I get an article about Mount Everest. And then three days after that, I receive a picture of her at base camp at Mount Everest. And now I have an entire box dedicated to this woman and the email she's sending to me. And she's very... Um, She's well-intentioned, right? And it's it's just that my mom's from like the capital of Nepal, right? It would it would be like if I left the US for a different country and then my first day of work someone like showed me their phone and they were like, "This is a picture of Mount Rushmore." <laughs> Mount Rushmore, do you like this? Yeah, this is Thomas Jefferson. This reminds you of home, doesn't it? And you know, I actually went to the United States once. It's a very beautiful country, very rich culture. Yeah, yeah, I went to Times Square and stuck my finger up the ass of the Statue of Liberty. It was a great fucking time. Okay, that's all my new stuff. Thank you. Thank you, Pam. All right, your next comedian's new to the room. So be all nice and cool, everybody, for Adrian Rufacoba. Hey, hey, uh, my New Year's resolution was to lose 15 pounds, and uh, guess what? Only 25 left to go. So <laughs> I'm almost there. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a laughter echo, because <laughs> your laughter makes me laugh. Um, I'm Mexican-American, which means I can't go to the Home Depot because white people try to pick me up. And that's probably what being black and around a Kardashian feels like. Or uh, a loose opioid in Cleveland. There's an opioid epidemic going on, and it's, it's mainly affecting white people, mainly poor white people. You know, they love it more than they do voting against, <coughs> they love it more than they do voting against their own interests. Yeah. It's not their fault, though. It's, you know, uh, doctors didn't believe POCs when they went in. 
You know, we'd uh, you'd go in and they'd be like, <laughs> hmm. Hmm. yeah, this gunshot wound can't hurt. I know what you're trying to do, brown man. Take a Benadryl. You know how doctors talk. Uh, they say an apple a day keeps the doctor away. You know what else keeps the doctor away? Not having health insurance. Not having health insurance, great way to find out. Alcohol's a pretty good cough suppressant, but you're sick for way longer. You wake up with headaches. I think I might be allergic. Yeah. By the way, you never realize how dangerous alcohol is until you're blacked out and spending money. The last time I blacked out, and this is a real story, I woke up the next morning with a $75 premium subscription to Flow, the period tracking app. Yeah, I can tell you're confused. Yeah, imagine how I felt. <laughs> imagine how I felt. I had to call Apple the next day and be like, that wasn't me. Legally, it was, but that wasn't me, you know? I, I like to think what I was uh, what I was doing. You know how some guys will like paint their nails? You got some like she they pussy. Um, you think I was like, no, we can make out. I'm an ally. Look, I got flow. Put it in. Just put it in. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know other guys who paint their nails like that. Uh, maybe I shouldn't help myself. Um, by the way, it's not alcoholism if it runs in the family. It's called keeping tradition. Yeah, and I'm honoring my family. You know. Family is very important to people who don't speak English, I've realized. I, uh, I did live in the Berkeley co-op. Sorry, <laughs> I'm going to say I did whippets in college. Same thing. You know, a lot of people think uh, the Berkeley co-ops and the frats are the same, but it's like, no, no, we're drastically different. They're right wing, we're left wing. We do ketamine, they do coke. Our sex offenders have nail polish on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I... Uh, I, uh, <clears throat> addiction requires a lot of money, you know, I've realized. Uh, so I think it's time to go sober for a bit, you know, which means just weed, acid, Molly, the Vicodin I stole from my mom. That one I can stop at any time, though. That one I really can, because <laughs> I only have three left. So uh, if you're selling, you know, let me know after this. Show. Not you. You look like a cop. But anyone else? Anyone else is good. Anyways, thank you. I'm Adrian. Adrian's clapping for Adrian. Oh, I like, oh, you did whippets in college, man. I'll do whippets now. Like, who's got those? Are hippie crack is fun. I, I, I love it when my brain cells die dramatically. It's just <laughs> wow, 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 wow. That's the sound they make as they're leaping out of your ear. And the little things like <gasps> wow, 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 wow. Little known fact, if... If you're coming down off acid and you do whippets, it puts that acid right back up. How? I don't know. It's magic. So is your next comedian. Put your hands together for Mark Neuer. That's your goddamn mouth. Sick. So sick and tired of it. Dude, uh, I've been getting baked a lot, and uh, I don't normally do that. I don't normally uh, do the uh, cannabis. I'm not. I don't like how I feel right now. 
I'm like anxious, I'm moist. I don't know why I'm moist. Stoned. I got stoned before I got on BART from over the city today. Uh, do not recommend doing that ever. Zero times. Never, ever works out. I'm already anxious because not naked in bed, right? The only time I ever want to be high is if I'm naked and in bed. Naked and high anywhere else, normally not a good thing for me. Naked in bed, my happy place, right? It's like the womb. Phenomenal. Want to be there all day scrolling on fucking Instagram, just staying in the simulation forever and ever. That's what I want. <laughs> I don't want to be in the elements on BART. I don't want to do it. Shouldn't do it. Did it today. Oops. I got on BART. There's a homeless guy. That's a not unusual, but he's there hanging out and all, but it's, it's a homeless guy and he has tools. That's not normal. That's not a normal thing. It's a homeless guy with tools. And you know what he wants to do? He wants to take apart the fucking train. That's his prerogative today. Today was the day he's gonna, he just loves the train. I wanna still see how it works. So that's my new joke. You're welcome. Didn't have to give it to you, but I did. So you're welcome. Yes. That's right. Now I can just happily go fucking kill myself. <laughs> Dating this new chick. She's a crystal chick, not the fun kind. See, the fun kind wants to take apart the train while I'm on it and high. Wet all the time. <laughs> One kind pees on you, not that kind. No, this kind is the kind that has the rocks. They're not rocks, they're crystals. Okay, babe. They're crystals. She's a crystal chick. She has the crystals. She loves them, talks to them. What? Talks to the rocks. They're crystals! Okay. <laughs> crystals. Talks to the crystals. Not even the fun kind. The fun kind talks to the crystals, too, but... No, she talks to the moon. The moon doesn't talk. She charges the crystals with the moon. The moon doesn't charge anything. The moon charged anything? You would know this. Your, fa your family knows this. If the moon charged anything at all, there'd be a tax write-off. Okay? They'd be making money on it. You wouldn't be charging your fucking crystals without paying somebody. <laughs> I'm just a dropout from Stockton. I don't know anything. No, the fucking moon doesn't charge anything, though. So I'm going to sleep like a baby tonight. Um, if you guys can all just write on a, on a napkin your names so I can include you in my suicide note, um, <laughs> I would really appreciate it. My name is Mark Neuer. Thank you so much. Don't die, Mark Neuer. Don't die. All right. Okay, this is the fun part of the show where we do um, comments. So it's going to be four-minute sets, and you'll still hear the horn. And then there's all these microphones strewn about the room. And so, um, you know, I take notes, and other people, you can take notes. We only have four people doing it tonight. Um, and then we have sets after that. So 
Yay. So we have plenty of time because it, um, yay. All right. So your next comedian, um, just we're going to give him the same four minutes. I'm going to be taking notes. You take notes too, and we can all talk about him after. Find a microphone because it's a radio show. But right now, clap your hands together for Deep Bonchu Cha. Yay. <laughs> I hate being tall. It sucks, it sucks being tall. Especially as an Indian. Because I'm the only Indian who is literally 7-Eleven. <laughs> I've never had a good shower in my life. All of the shower heads, they come up to my chest. It's been 30 years since I washed my hair. <laughs> and all these short people, they have the best shower of their life every fucking day in the kitchen sinks. Sex, sex as a tall person, so tough. Like missionary, I'm on top. My pee pee in her puss puss. My chest on her face. And my head's coming out the car window. But I'm really good at going down on girls. Like I have a five star review for my Kalindingas game. So I'm going down. My face on her puss puss. And my legs coming out the car window. Yeah, but I, I, I hate the cowgirl position. I don't like the cowgirl because if I'm lying down, I cannot tell when the light turns green. Uh, I've been trying so hard to make that line work. Yeah, that's all about my car sex jokes. Uh, moving on to karma, like Obviously, Indian, I'll talk about karma. Yeah, growing up in India, we were always taught about karma and multiple lives. And when I moved here, I realized that all those 1.8 billion people who were born in India must have had really bad karma. Like, no one would choose to be born in India. If, if anyone had a choice, they'll, be, they'll choose to get to America as soon as possible. Uh, but when you become American, you just do bad things. So I guess you have to first be born as an American and then do bad things and then be born as an Indian. I think that's how karma works. You kill some brown people and then you are brown, born as a brown person. Yeah. Do I, do I have a 30 second joke? Yeah, two things that came out of India are Kama Sutra and Yoga, which makes sense because to do all of those weird bendy positions in Kama Sutra, yoga is like a prerequisite for it. Yeah. All right, thanks guys, that's my time. Okay, so there's microphones here and then there's one up 
on the stage as well. And, um, you know, we give constructive and helpful comments and tags if you have them and all that kind of stuff. I think that it's the order of those three jokes. Like, if you start with the karma and then maybe there's, like, a joke in it, like, that you start talking about having the sex and then it comes up again and then it's, like, karma, car. Mm -hmm. You kind of like went from made like a little reference to it like from the car sex to the karma uh -huh. but i don't know maybe if the karma joke was first and then the s the sex in the car was second and mm -hmm. then the yoga because you're referencing the car where you were trying to have sex in the car where it's like having yoga positions because it's uncomfortable to have sex in a car uh -huh. I, so i don't know maybe the ordering of them uh, other comments uh i think the silliness of the car joke uh i don't know that pp and puss puss mm -hmm. are necessary i think you can straight up say penis and vagina uh -huh. and and it would be just as funny okay. and i i just don't know how much it added for me to to the to the joke as a whole because you should but it if it's that second to the karma joke and he's talking about people not doing bad things He's not saying bad words, like, and being silly about it. Sure, yeah. But you don't like the words pee-pee and puss-puss. -pus. You don't think it adds anything. There's this one time I had a joke, and I when I started changing it, I changed it to hoo-ha. I started getting a laugh on it. And I used to say vagina. And when I changed it to hoo-ha, I got yeah, a laugh. Yeah, usually so it gets know. laughs. But it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's just a choice. <laughs> saying anything is funny. Other, oh, yeah, there you go. I, I'd like to, um, the karma part, I thought if you explored more about, um, oh, thank you. If you explored more about what uh, what had happened that you got to be, um, oh, that yeah. you were white, what, what you did, I thought that was an opportunity for more funny. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay, thanks, everyone. Yay, clap your hands together for Deep, Deep Coffee Jaw, yay. That's how the joke workshop works. All right, um, your next comedian is coming back every week and it's so exciting and he has new stuff tonight and we're excited, well he just, he said he did, I don't know, maybe we'll put your hands together for Harvey Wallstein, or not Harvey Wallstein, I'll never figure out, Harvey Warshavon, yay. I'm not doing the new stuff because it got really weird. Um, oh. When I was working on it, but I have some new stuff in this set, so it'll be fun. Are you gonna love this whole set? Um, so my dad's black, but everyone sees me as a white guy, and that pisses me off. Cause to be honest with you, I'd rather be black, and that pisses me off because wanting to be black is the whitest shit about me. Like when I'm undercover. <laughs> When I'm undercover with a bunch of white guys and they think they're alone, this question always comes up. If you had to be another race, what race would you be? Always if you had to be, by the way. Never if you got to be another race or if you could be another race. Always if you had to. If you had to get off the winning team and every white guy says black every time. I do look really white though. And I've been told that's a privilege, of course. It's a privilege. But looking this white does make me feel 
like I'm not at all black. I'll never be the victim of a hate crime, thank God. That's such a blessing. But I do feel like being the victim of a hate crime might make me feel more included in the black community. It's You shouldn't say that. It's a fucked up thought. But here's how I genuinely feel. If you call me the N-word, fuck you. But thanks for noticing. <laughs> I, feel, I feel too included in the gay community for someone that's approximately straight. <laughs> I've been called a fag thousands of times. Can I get one N-word, please? One. I've been called a fag so much that I'll say fag, but I'm not touching the N-word. And in my head, that makes sense. Not right here. In my head, that makes sense. But technically, I've got it backwards. Like, my family's black. We're from the South. I could say the N-word. And I shouldn't say fag. I only like dick when it's attached to hot chicks, and that shit isn't even gay anymore. Something else. <laughs> Something else I have in common with the gays is daddy issues. And I have them. My dad wasn't around much. He didn't leave, uh, but only because he kept coming back. Does that make any sense? I used to lie. I used to lie and say my dad did leave because maybe then someone might believe me when I say I'm black. Now, you shouldn't. That's fucked up. If that's what convinced them, they're definitely racist. But you have to start somewhere. Maybe that's where I'd get my first N-word or something, you know? Um, yeah, I treated it like, a, like a, I was building a resume, like a college application. Like, here's something. Here's an exaggerated version of something I had to overcome. Like, let me into your club. Um, oh, but I don't really blame my dad because he actually didn't have a dad. That stereotype skips a generation in my family. Um, so me and my dad had a chance to work things out, but me and my kids won't. Sorry, Junior. Uh, I wish I could stay, but I don't make the rules. You know, racism, institutional. Can't just go changing, changing the rules. All right, cool. That's everything. Thanks, guys. Yay, Harvey. Yay! I um, I, I mean, you were really cooking. They all that stuff was working, and people were laughing. It's super funny and well written and well performed. I'm smitten. Um, so Thanks. woo! That last joke was just like ah, I just. But uh, before that, whatever happened on that last joke, everything else was really cooking. Yeah, I was gonna say you know how to fly the plane, just learn how to land the plane. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it, if you if you have like a super solid. And button on it. That's uh -huh. a great couple of minutes. Okay, like a lot of good punchlines in there. Cool, thanks. And you did me. some crowd work. Like you were loose with it too. Like I mean, this is kind of the second time I've heard you with this, with this set of jokes. And I don't remember if it was memorized exactly, but you were loose enough with it. And you're walking, and you looked comfortable, and you were like eye contacting. And I don't know if you know people out here, or if they're just if you're just like working the crowd. But it was that was great. Are you black? <laughs> that that was true. Yeah. How black? Like 
not like that's a weird question, right? Twenty five percent. Twenty five percent. And that it, that's that including being called a fag. That was the word, right? Yeah. Or was it fat? Fag? Fag. Fag, like faggot. Yes, like, like faggot. That's, that's like, because that's me, right? So I can say it. Because hey. I, I take raw loads in my ass, right? <laughs> okay, okay. So like, you do, so you like, and then what I thought was really funny was like, you were like, I, I only like cock if it's attached to that's chicks, exactly. which isn't even gay anymore. But you pause for the anymore, and they either didn't like it, and that's fine, or they didn't get it, or your cadence was off. You have to find that like, make it more natural i guess but that was really cool but i don't understand the need to uh, but that was because i didn't i thought that like there was no way that you were black but that's that's because because i'm actually that's racist and you just sound <laughs> you just sound racist whereas i'm from stockton and it's just <laughs> in me so yeah that's crazy like the need to want to say it and like that I, I i i god bless you i don't know good luck i'll pray for you okay yeah, yeah. all right <laughs> Yeah, um, the the joke about like I uh, I only like cock if it's like attached to a girl. Yeah. The only reason like I didn't find it funny was I didn't hear what you said beforehand. Like I didn't hear the setup. Oh okay. But now that I'm hearing it after the fact, it's it's a really good joke. I Very like cool. it. Clap your hands together, Thanks, everybody, for Harvey! Yay! Okay, two more comics with comments, and then we just go back to regular sets. Your next comedian, clap your hands together, everyone, for Sophia Guerra. Right. I, I really like it when men are supportive of women. I love it. I think you guys try. You don't always nail I think guys sometimes are lazy. You know, like my guy friend the other day turned to me so proud and was like, Did you know I'm an ally? And pulled his jacket to the side to reveal he's wearing a shirt that just said women. That's like going to Planned Parenthood with a shirt that just says babies. I don't know if you're trying to keep them or kill them, you know? But thank you for wearing a shirt. <laughs> thank you for that. I, I read this article the other day about um, a senior citizen who was found dead in her apartment. And at first they ruled it uh, that she died of uh, old age, but upon further investigation determined that she actually died of a stab wound to the neck. I'm no expert. Seems like an awfully hard thing to miss on the first go. Were the guys that found her just like, ah, women. Always bleeding from somewhere. <laughs> Can you imagine getting that call? They're like, I'm so sorry. Your grandma passed away peacefully in the night. And the next day they're like, so we made an oopsie. <laughs> Quick question, does your grandma have any enemies. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, okay, so I was at a funeral last week and during the pastor's uh, speech, he like stopped in the middle and was like, Jesus is alpha. I was like, okay, Jesus was five two, relax, <laughs> you know? Uh, also getting crucified, beta energy, respectfully. Respect, I feel like I'm gonna get hit by lightning <laughs> saying this here. But I asked Alexa after to confirm, I was like, is, how tall is Jesus? And Alexa goes, Jesus is 5'2", was 5'2", and is 300 pounds. That's what she said to me today. That is news to me. Did anyone else know this? 
300 pounds? That's a 55% BMI. Like, what is going on? What was that cross made out of? <laughs> I'm all here for thick Jesus, you know? I'm here for it. I just feel like it was a missed opportunity to have some body positive murals, you know, by the church. What is that? That's not a 300 pound man. That's all I have to say about that. No, I have to say more. What was I going to say? I wrote this on the way here. Um, no. Oh, do you, not going to be worth it. Uh, <laughs> do you think people ever showed up to be cured and they were like, you look nothing like the paintings? Like, was he Jesus fishing people? I don't know. Okay. I, I was never, I've never been very popular with uh, guys growing up. I didn't have my first, like, kiss or first date until after high school. Um, <laughs> And so when I was a kid, my, I got put on birth control when I was young to clear up my skin. But at the time, my pediatrician pulled my mom aside and was like, we might not want to do this because if she goes on birth control, she might start sleeping around. And in my mom's, well, according to my doctor, my mom said, it's birth control, not magic. <laughs> so shout out to my pediatrician for believing in me. And shout out for my mom for being right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I Okay, here's my last joke. Have you guys heard that your dentist can tell if you've given a blowjob? <laughs> Two people have. Um, okay, so apparently your dentist can tell if you've given a blowjob by how well you're blowing them. <laughs> yeah. My dentist was like, you have not done this before. <laughs> You're the one that said you like teeth. <laughs> okay, so it's not my fault. All right, thanks, guys. Sophia Caro, everyone. That was fantastic. Um, I loved the fake news about Jesus. That was great. I, I still can't believe he was 5'2", and there's no way. If they're saying he's 300 pounds, that's insane. It's Alexa. it's insane, but um, the five loaves, two fish. There's there's a lot of like mm. he fed three thousand people. Yeah. There's like other jokes in there if you love Jesus, totally. um, <laughs> but that was great. And the birth control joke was so funny. Is it magic? You can call back to Jesus again, mm. <laughs> like that's a good idea. Magic or mm -hmm. Jesus kiss, but that was really funny. That it's not magic. Jesus kiss. Uh, other comments. It was great, Sarah. It was great. I just have one thing. I, I loved it, and I loved the mom. Uh, the mom stuff. Where, um, one thing was the women's shirt tie-in with the grandma. Okay. I wrote down the first joke about uh -huh. the woman's shirt. Yeah. And because you said there's a woman mm -hmm. and how women bleed, and I thought that maybe there's a tie-in. Okay. Thank you. Clap hands together, everybody. Oh, one more comment. You could also be like, man, I didn't know Jesus was American. I like it. I see where you're going. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Clap your hands together Thank for Sophia Garrow. Yay. Yay. Okay, we have one more comedian that we're going to give comments to, and then everyone else just who's left, we get sets. And clap your hands together, everyone, for your next comedian, GD. Yay. Hi, everyone. Hi, my name is Jiri. I recently moved from India to uh, depression. I do this cause therapy is expensive. Uh, guys need to respect me actually because recently 
I was named the best comedian in my apartment after my roommate left. So now I stay alone and I then realized I'm an introvert. I'm so introvert, I have an anti-social security number. I didn't even have to go to apply for it, I just wrote it on a piece of paper. And it's working everywhere. Hey, have you been so single that you forgot how a vagina looks like? Yesterday, someone showed me a photo of an ear and a vagina and I was not able to tell the difference. I'm so single, even in my own fantasy, when I'm fantasizing, I see myself masturbating. There's no girl. I'm, <laughs> I'm straight. There's not even a guy, another guy. <laughs> I recently went for a speed dating event and as I entered, it became a speed rejection event. Then I thought, if I have a good body, I might attract girls, so I went to a gym. In the locker room, all the men were butt naked because they change in front of each other, they don't care. So when I complained to the gym manager, he said, it's okay, this is the culture in America, I just came from India, so you don't know, nobody cares, just go do your thing. I said, if nobody cares, why did they all complain when I was masturbating in the open? <laughs> this is America, the culture. <laughs> I was not always single though, you know. You listening? Yeah, I used to, <laughs> I used to date a girl but like she was disabled, she didn't have a heart. I was on the bus this morning and I saw a signboard that said, expect flooding. You are a weather signboard, just tell me if it's going to flood or not. Why are you asking me to expect things? Just do your job, man, you are a signboard, you're not a therapist. I was on therapy. Then I stopped because after a few sessions, my therapist told me that now I need therapy. So both of us go to the same therapist now. I'm a complicated case. Uh, what's the deal with AI? Have you been hearing about AI, this AI shit? Why is everything, everyone excited about it? You want organic vegetables, but artificial intelligence. What's wrong with everybody? Why are you so excited about ChatGPT? It's artificial, it doesn't even have feelings. Like my ex, she didn't have feelings like a self-driving car. Yes, she's like self-driving car, everybody's riding her, happily. I need a wife now. I posted on Facebook, I need a wife, and 66 husbands commented, you can take mine. Can you come this Saturday and pick her up? It's not even flooding on Saturday. <laughs> I'm on marriage app. It's like Bumble, but the profiles are, are all made by the girl's fathers, you know. Thanks for visiting the, the profile of my daughter. We are looking for a well-settled and a caring boy. So not good in bed? That's what What's the difference between a father creating the profile of his daughter for marriage and a pimp? Pimps don't care if I'm caring. I did not find a wife, but I did develop feelings for the fathers though. I fantasize about them and then I saw them masturbating. In my <laughs> All right, thanks a lot. Hey!
GG. All right, we've got comments. Oh, Neuer seems excited to get in on the comments. Um, oh, the sandwich. He's got. He's excited about the sandwich. Um, so the um, I think the main thing is you just have to memorize it. But when the naked joke, if you switch the make the word masturbating the punchline, you'll save that for the because like if you say that no one why did they complain when i was naked in the open masturbating oh right so yeah, like because yeah. you said masturbating naked in the open and so because everyone else is walking around naked yeah and so are you but why am i getting in trouble got like, it. and just use that word as the punchline got it got it or it could be an act out it could be i don't know there's lots of choices there for you um, sure uh Especially when you're doing one-liners, um, where the joke is a standalone on its own, you you got to be careful not to rush it. Um, once or twice you did a, like a one-liner at the end of another joke, and it kind of got the start of that joke got rushed. Like the um, the speed dating, speed rejection joke you threw in after another joke, and and I kind of lost it. Where normally that's one of my favorite jokes. You just have you just have to give uh, one liner a little space on both sides so they can sit in it. Got it. Yep, yep. Thank you. Any other comments? Oh, Lauren's jumping up. Hey, Lauren. Hi. I thought it was great, and I loved all your callbacks in in it throughout that you kept doing it, and then you yeah. you did a lot. Um, I had one suggestion about the father. Oh no, expect flooding. What else can you expect? Different things. You could go off on a tangent if you want on that Got one. It, like yeah. um you said it's like a therapist then expect to be uplifted when you see the nature or you know, some crap. Okay. Some <laughs> weird <laughs> or Okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. And um the ear and the vagina, you could delve yeah. into that a little bit more about uh, the similarities too. Similarities. Yeah. Yeah, I used to do like this thing looks like a clip. Uh but yeah. then I just removed yeah. it for some like Especially yeah. in the dark. In the dark. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, steal the line from yeah, for sure. Uh, one, one, one more thing. Yes, sir. The father, the developing feelings for the father joke, uh, it needs, I feel, an, a better ending than watching them masturbate. You can even go deeper into falling in love with them and you're like, and I just went on a wine cruise with <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I don't know. You could go deeper into the romance of mm -hmm. it. Uh, I just didn't feel, I, I felt like the masturbating was a little bit of a letdown. Like a, like a, I know, like and, a and, and in the joke as well. Okay. He's just saying you're smarter than that. You can think of a better punchline. It's, Got it. You know, like Thank there's you. something more, more specific and interesting to you. You know, because like you're you're a unique, bizarre individual that has is a perspective. You know, that it, masturbating. Ugh, that's lazy punchline. You okay. know, there's gotta be you write something okay. into it. All right, thank you. Clap your hands together! Yeah. Thank you so much. But you are a really good writer, and it was funny, and you've got jokes, and that's exciting. Okay, now we're just doing four minute sets, and it's you, new guy, uh, and you're getting yourself set up, and that's perfect. So everybody, start clapping your hands together, everybody. For new guy Luke, yay! How's it going? Mutiny Radio. Yeah. 
I promised that I would say how old I am once I got on stage. So hi, I'm 16. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. I'm 16, which means I'm uh, part of Gen Z, unfortunately. Uh, I'm part of Gen Z. And one of the things about Gen Z is you got to be woke all the time. That's why we're all sleep deprived. And uh, yeah, and one of the new woke words is Latinx. Ever heard of this? Yeah, makes noise. The um, Latinx is supposed to be a replacement for Latinos. And the idea is that um, Latinos is the masculine word, whereas Latinas is the feminine word. And so if you refer to all Latin American people as Latinos, you cut off women. And you would be right, but um, actually the difference between Latinos and Latinas, that's grammatical exclusively. It's not about gender or sexuality. So really, you're just a grammar Nazi. The other problem is that Latin X sounds like a Mexican porn site. <laughs> and so, like, if, if you're trying to stop the, the oppression of women, I don't think you should call yourself something that sounds like a porn site. <laughs> That's a little counterintuitive. Yeah, I, but, like, I, come on, I know you'd search there. You know, it's the kind of porn site that would have, like, a, like an announcer, like a Mexican radio announcer, right? Latin X. Porno duro, totalmente en español. <laughs> Chorizo muy muy grande. <laughs> Chile relleno. Ay, lo siento. Chilena rellena. <laughs> ah. Cream pie al pastor. <laughs> Con lengua. <laughs> y para postre, tres leches. <laughs> So, so I'm part of Gen Z, and, and as I said, I'm 16, uh, which means I'm getting to the age where I'm starting to go on dates. Um, and I've realized that Gen Z is the worst generation for dating, hands down. Uh, and it's because nothing is romantic anymore. Right? It used to be a guy could walk into a bar, see a girl struggling to light her cigarette, um, pull out a Zippo lighter, do a cool flick trick, light her cigarette. It was classy. It was suave. It was gallant. I can't light a girl's vape. Best I can do is like a charger, and then she's got to go sit in a corner where there's an outlet and wait for her cancer stick to recharge. Like, yeah, my, my lung cancer tastes like cotton candy. You know what? Actually, I want to confuse the vapors. Right, repeat after me. Happy 40th birthday. Congratulations. You've said something a vapor will never hear. <laughs> But look, if you're dating in Gen Z, one of the, one of the key things is to know the Gen Z mating call. And, and there is one. Most people think, oh, well, elk or deer or you know, pigeons, I guess, have mating calls. But humans do too. Like the Gen Z mating call is, hey, I'm offended. Over here, I am offended. Oh my God, are you offended? We can be offended together. We can, we can go to therapy together. It's our first date, already a couples therapy, Somehow, uh, you know what? Let's go Dutch. Then we can afford the guy who takes notes on our fake problems. Yes. There are other mating calls too. You know the white girl mating call? The sound of ice cubes jingling in a Starbucks cup even though it's fucking January. You just, you jingle those, those ice cubes. They come running. Just a deluge of tote bags and Lululemon. And, and as a subcategory of the white girl mating call, there's even the visco girl mating call. It's actually separate. 
It's the sound of a scrunchie snapping onto a hydro flask water bottle. You do that a few times, and they come running. The metal straws and sports bras. Save the turtles. Thank you, Evan Luke Metzadakis. Yes, everyone, that was incredible. Yay! So excited. Yeah, we're all ages. You'll get excited. You get there. You can meet our two other guys. We got Liam Renault and Luca Branches are both young kids. Yes, at Atlas on Saturday, not today, but sometime. He, yeah, he's famous. On Saturdays at two o'clock, you can come to Atlas, and it's an all ages place. We do it on the sidewalk, and uh, you get time. So. Try not to do those. <laughs> Maybe actually they might work in front of a coffee thing. We'll teach you how to not punch down on women. You'll learn that next time. Uh, <laughs> that'll be the lesson. It's okay. I'm joking. You're good. You're you're a good writer. You had that. The, it it was it was really funny. And the the rhyming at the end. You're you're a really good writer. And I can't believe you're that young. It's it makes me a little angry. Uh, all right. <laughs> you're your next comedian. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks for being here. He's been so patient the whole time. Put your hands together for Johnny Nutson. All right, yeah. How's everyone doing? One more time for Pam. Keeping the mic going. Yeah, Dakota. Okay, yeah. Um, well, I've been seeing these driverless cars everywhere, you know. That's pretty weird. I guess we're just, like, accepting them, you know. I saw one the other day that was had nobody in it, and it was just blaring that song, Promiscuous. What the fuck's going on here? Who's listening to this fantastic song? You know what I mean? They drive pretty weird, but has a pretty sophisticated sense of music taste. I don't know. I, uh, I live at home, and I'm bald. You know? Pretty sweet. I feel like when Google figures out that you're a bald guy that lives with his parents, it's like, we're going to radicalize that fucker. You know? So I'm just out here, like, trying to not get radicalized. Because I'm, like, kicking away YouTube suggestions, like, left and right, you know? Because I get, like, crazy shit recommended to me, you know? It's, like, three-minute home workout, five signs you're autistic, the truth about January 6th. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, get away. I don't click on it, you know? Never click on it. <laughs> no, there's so many suckers on the Internet, you know? You, you got to know how to get around, you know? Because I, I learned something the other day. It turns out that January 6th never happened. You guys hear this? I don't know. I'm trying to beat my algo, you know. <laughs> no. Um, what was I gonna say? It's getting bad though, you know, because like my mom should get home from work. Should be like, I had a very productive day. How about you? I'm like, well, I uh, listened to two podcasts and tried to not take any drugs until the afternoon. <laughs> I would say pretty productive myself, <laughs> you know. A little about me. I have uh, two really hot sisters which is a, uh, a very weird thing. I have third one, ugly as hell, but uh, <laughs> no, my, th my third one's a brother. I only have two hot sisters. <laughs> Saying I only have two hot sisters is not a great thing, you know, but at least they're hot, you know, because if they were ugly, then I'd just be wasting your time talking about ugly sisters. You know what I mean? My brother's like, dude, what the hell are you saying? You got to stop saying that. He's like, what do you think mom would think? I'm like, she's hot too, dude. <laughs> Get with it. No. Now, I don't think anyone in my family is hot. I think they're all beautiful. You know, everyone in my family is beautiful. Except my dad, you know? Because <laughs> he's at the age where his ball sack is longer than his dick, you know? And I feel like when you're at that point, you're out of beauty, you know? You're in a foreign territory. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. My mom texted me something weird the other day. She said, uh, middle of the day, middle of the work week, she said, here's a setup for a joke. This was also in the news. Um, ethical Capital, a venture capital firm, bought Pornhub. I don't know what the setup or the punchline is, <laughs> but what the fuck's my mom doing texting me about Pornhub in the middle of the work week? <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't know. The last time I talked with my mom about porn was literally 10 years ago. I was 15, and um, I had a broken leg, and I was just cranking loads out all day, you know? And she got home from work, and I had left the window open. And she gets home, she goes, really? Pornhub? <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's what happened, and it was very embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know. I've been going to the gym, you know, and um, I don't mean to brag, but the ladies there, they've been calling me the Stairmaster guy, you know? <laughs> yeah, all you got to do is stare at them while they work out, you know, and then leave that gym <laughs> forever. I feel like I look like the kind of guy that stares at women while they work out. You know what I mean? Maybe, they, maybe I just do, and I'm just admitting that to you guys right now. I don't know. People always ask me if I have an accent. You know, I'm like, I don't think I have an accent. I think I'm just dumb. <laughs> That's what I talk like. All right, give it up for Pam and yourselves. Thanks, everyone. Gabriel Clapper for Johnny Nutson. Um, Belinda, did you want to go up? Otherwise, it's me. I'm the last one. Did you want to do some stuff? All right, everybody. Two comics left. Put your hands together for Melinda Adams. Yay! We're going to... Hi, we're gonna wing some stuff. Um, so I have a thing, and I, I now I don't know that the young man is here, but it's gonna be a little edgy. So you might go la 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 la, because like, though I feel sort of safe. I've done some of this routine before in the darkroom theater, who is a place that didn't give a fuck, and obviously you all don't give a fuck either about saying things that are a little, you know, edgy. Um, though some of the stuff, you know. From working at a phone sex line, I know you're not supposed to talk about like three topics ever, you know, and I think they've all broken them tonight. So are most of them. But we're going to go on with that. Like, I'm going to explain to you, you know, I don't know if you already know what the three things about you're never supposed to talk about in se phone sex are, but, you know, underage sex, incest. A matter of fact, I worked at one place that was so like really hardcore on this shit, largely because they had some let's just call it HR mistakes, um, that <laughs> made them sort of the feds down on their fucking butt. Uh, but uh, the thing is they would have it so hardcore that one of the phrases I'm sure a lot of you have used as your, your dirty talk lines, you know, it's like, baby, um, you know, call, let, you know, tell me that I'm uh, your uh, daddy's little girl, you know, daddy's little good girl, you know, line. Could not use that on the phone sex line. They would tell you, you know, you had to correct that. The way you correct that is, I'm, I'm your, you know, not related to you, not a, even a stepfather, because that's sort of icky. <laughs> um, over a good, over 18 girl, which is just as hot if you think about it, right? I mean, that, you know, that was like a big thing. I mean, they can't do that. And just for, you know, the young one out there. By the way, just so you know, what they do the test since you can't do the you'll hit the um over eighteen button on a phone sex line. They have if you sound young and they think you're young, they have a test the way they test you. Basically, they have you do math. Really, they have you tell you their date of birth and when you would have graduated from high school. Which, if you're bullshitting, 
or sometimes if you're already like your blood's not in your brain, um, you can't figure that shit out. You know, that's really hard. And if you do that, make that mistake three times because they record your number every time you fuck up on that way, they call your parents. I want to imagine this phone call. <coughs> Hello, Johnny's parents. I just want you to know your son's been a very, very bad boy. He's been calling me all about this very nasty stuff that he wants to do to me. I think you should punish him by making him pay the phone, se uh, phone sex line bill, like, which is, you know, obviously trouble. You know, you suddenly lose your allowance unless your father gets that phone call and then <laughs> you get paid extra. Um, you know, <laughs> but, um, oh, that was quicker than I thought. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I was also, the next thing is um, I was going to go into a whole, whole other riff, but um, oh, I guess I'm running out of town. The other thing is bestiality. You can't talk about that. On the thing at all, though I did have one client who called me up and he basically wanted me to do this whole little riff about being an animal and eating him as a vegetable, which he was sort of his workaround of it <laughs> and stuff like that. I think it was some sort of bizarre, I don't know, cartoon induced like idea of a blowjob for him. I don't know, but you know, it's like, you know, it was very odd, but that was my whole piece to other thing. And since I'm running out of time, I can't go back into my first uh, sexual experience story that goes back to why it's the children's stuff. Okay, anyway, bye. Come back next week and we'll hear part two of the this, this series of uh, things we're not supposed to talk about. Uh, edgy. Tonight has been very edgy. Okay, I'm just going to do a couple jokes and then, and then we'll all be done here. Okay, yay me. Go. I look like the art teacher everyone wanted to fuck. <laughs> Miss Medecki. Huh? And tonight, I'm going to be the feminist teacher no one wants to fuck. That's... <laughs> I'm gonna learn some lessons. In 1904, Gillette razors were brought to the United States. Fact. In 1904, if any woman flashed a hairy ankle, she was a disgusting slut. Fact, if I don't shave now from my big toe to my twat like a four-year-old girl, I'm a disgusting slut. No one wants to sleep with me. Gillette. The best a man can get. I'll never be, you know, I'll never be good enough. I was born in 1974, and I have the bush to match. It is dank. It is swampy. And no one can find Charlie. But I name my clitoris Charlie. You're too young to understand the Vietnam reference. Gillette, <laughs> the best a man can get. 
They'll never be good enough. You know, new Gillette Razor coming out. 13 blades for the closest shave. Seventh blade, easily removable, so you can slit your throat in the shower because you'll never be good enough. J'ai le mieux en puis savoir. Je ne serai jamais assez bon. Oui. Je parle français. Classically trained in ballet. 23 years. 13 in piano. Two master's degrees. This is what a dream deferred looks like. I have an MFA in poetry. That was a poor decision. Not a bad one. Never make any money ever. <laughs> it's never going to happen for me. So I did slow that joke. That joke, it's usually a long joke, joke, short joke. <sighs> Is this your dad? Is this your mom? I was hoping I could like be your new stepmom. I, I mean, you have a pool in Walnut Creek. How much do you, are you, you two still together? <laughs> oh, fantastic. How, how much do you like ketamine? Because Easter could be lit. Like it could really, we could have a lot of fun. Group, do you have a pool? You live in Walnut Creek? That's amazing. Not Walnut Creek? Oh, Not even close. You live in a trailer in Danville? Like, what, what's the opposite of? Oh my God, are you just visiting? Are you on vacation? That is so, what a, whoa. Right? What supportive parents? Like, you know, good luck you, yay. That's amazing that your parents support you. It just means that later when you're in your late 20s, you can't blame them when you suck. <laughs> like when you, when you don't succeed, it's not their fault. <laughs> That's all you, brother. That's all you. They did great. They're doing, they're supportive people. This is amazing. I can't believe that you're all here. Really, you guys are great parents. Uh, okay, I can't believe you let them in these doors. These <laughs> Jesus, I'm so glad I was like, stop smoking pot inside everybody. There's a, <laughs> there's a child coming. Okay, thank you all for being here. Uh, bye the people, thanks for being here again. Have fun in Reno. When they asked me if I wanted a weed rowdy, I was just like, hey mom. of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, Vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. 
I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Namaste. Every Monday at 6 p.m., it's Joke Workshop, streaming live on mutinyradio.fm. Lift the veil from your third eye on joke creation and what it takes to be a stand-up comic in the five shakasanas of San Francisco's comedy scene. This all-ages open mic invites comedy. Oh, pre-sign by Venmoing two to five dollars at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio Studio and Gallery Performance Space, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street in the deep, deep, deep mission. Every Monday at 6 p.m. Does my ponytail look cool? Thank you. Namaste. Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday, 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street. Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up. Come watch your favorite John Hughes 80s films through a whole new lens. We'll have the subtitles on and the volume low while a panel of feminists critique these beloved movies that shaped a generation with sexist, classist, homophobic, racist plots and characters, and settings along with a healthy dose of damage property. Hosted by staunch feminist Pam Benjamin at Mutiny Radio, join us 215 for 16 Candles with Warren Kraut and Emma Brennan. 3-1, The Breakfast Club with Spencer Devine and Dominic Delgadillo. 3-15, Pretty in Pink with Nina G and Allison Reynolds. And 3-28, Some Kind of Wonderful with Mel Michelle. Hey, it's really exciting. We're going to be here, 278 121st Street, screening John Hughes Films with you. 6 o'clock every other Wednesday, Mutiny Radio. Hey, kids, it's your pal, Spider-Man. <laughs> Sorry, Spiderman. Mortimer Spiderman. But I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best in Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the rhino. I'm headed down to Mutiny Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some schlemiels doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck. And donate two to five dollars on. Hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses. The print's too small. Hold on. Venmo? That's not real. What is that, Swedish? You knew that, right? This is in San Francisco. I'll drown in on. I'll, it's nap time. The year is 2023. Oh, I wish that. 
laughter had value and the unexpected laugh was priceless, worry not. True entertainment has brought us a savior in who's that live.com. Oh, finally, an escape from the apocalyptic nightmare I live in. You can go to whosthatlive.com and buy comedy tickets. And you're in a raffle, I guess. True, 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 true. Productions. Weekly comedy at the best neighborhood bar in the city. Join your friends from Mutiny Radio every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the Bar on Dolores at 29th and Dolores. Starting after any very important sports game that might happen to be on, you're guaranteed a night of laughter for free. And when paired with the drink specials and the nicest bartender in San Francisco, it'll become a Thursday ritual. Show up to go out for comics, and please reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh. There is... <laughs> happy, happy hour the, is when... The Comedy is the cheapest. Happy hour, the most free two hours of hour long comedy on the radio and internet streaming live <laughs> 2781 21st Street. Come down, be in the audience. Dog friendly. Dog friendly. We are. Mutiny Radio is absolutely dog friendly. Ooh, a dog party. Ain't no party like a dog party. <laughs> dog party at Mutiny Radio. Every Friday, dog party <laughs> at Mutiny Radio. Happy hour. <laughs> Two seven eight one twenty first Street. Happy hour. Mutiny Radio. Dot FM. Here in Dot SF. Calling all crusties, punks, and poses. Pick your posteriors up off the pavement. Pack up your pins and patches and prepare to party. The Pacific Northwest Best Fest returns this Saturday only at the SeaTac Expo Center. Whether you're a leather lover or just a denim demon, if you're looking to dress to impress for less, do not stress. You'll find all the best in pre-distressed fest right here at the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest. With over 40 vendors selling countless crossover styles, you'll find the perfect thing for your scene. Metal, thrash, Walmart, high-vis, and everything in between. All in one place. One day only. Unless it's a jacket. If you need a jacket, take your square ass somewhere else. Never pay for fabric you don't need. Ditch the sleeves, but save the rest for the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest this Saturday only at SeaTac. Bring a can of PBR, get it half price. Daddy, Daddy, what are we going to do today? At 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon? Oh, over there at the parklet in front of Atlas Cafe for Titans of Comedy. That, that's Titans of Comedy. Apparently, they've got great sandwiches, cafe drinks, and even some of my favorite beverages, like beer, wine, and sangria. All the things I drink to forget your mother. My new Uncle Blake says you smell like a brewery. What did I say about interrupting me? Anywho, right here on 20th and Alabama in the Deep Mission, paired with tasty comedy from Bay Area's favorite comics. For free! Every Saturday. Or at least the two Saturdays a month that the court mandates have to see you. It's sunshine, and even but not too much. Hey, Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come? I really don't. Anywho. Take it with the freezers. Freezers. Reservations on Eventbrite. Talking public schools. <laughs> In a tri-level dual world of stand-up comedy, laughter has value and the unexpected laugh is priceless. Who is that live.com?
Comedy. Local shows on sale now. Everyone that purchases a ticket will automatically be entered into a true drawing. Drew wants to focus on the genre of stand-up comedy and those that <laughs> go to whoisthatlive.com for upcoming shows. Watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. God, how many? That's ten letters, right? It stands for Let's Watch A Full length is one word because it's a hyphen. Movie on YouTube. Seven words, right? But Welcome. Y and T are initialized, right? Right. But that stands for YouTube. We're, our show is called L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. I'm glad to be here today. And I'm also proud to resent <laughs> our guest, Adam Spiegelman, your brother. Yeah. So I'm really excited. This show is based on my brother's show. Adam has been doing a podcast interviewing the greats. I was just, it's a cult movie podcast. There's interviews and there's reviews. And the interviews, you go to proudlyresents.com and you look up the guy from summer school. Okay. You look up the guy from ski, whatever. Dean, what's his name at? Cameron? From yeah, that was a great interview. He talked about everything. The guy, uh, uh, Dean Cameron or something. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I know yeah. He was in uh him and his brother were aliens on a TV show in the eighties. Uh, called um I love that show. The yeah. Games of Earth or I don't know. Something like that. But, but anyway, great... he was very he was very open about uh losing his career in Hollywood. It was very interesting, <laughs> very funny. It's very funny and the guy has a good blog out. So check out Adam's site for some great interviews. Lloyd Kaufman from uh Troma has been interviewed. Uh all the greats. And all the we're greats. great to 
All the I mean, greats. Not so great. There's a lot of people. I'm in it too. Uh, and Adam is gracefully here with us. He has picked our movie that we're going to watch a full night movie on YouTube. We want you to go to YouTube, watch the movie with us, and listen to our podcast at the same time. Yes, we are a podcast. We are all over. We're known to be airing uh, streaming first on Muni Radio every Sunday at 2 p.m. We're known for our podcast by our initials, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And, of course, we have a YouTube channel where Carl has already 